Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Were you ever a coffee drinker? Did your parents drink coffee? Did they introduce you to coffee at, at a young age? Uh, the Van House, it was mostly tea. I don't remember my dad ever really drinking coffee. All my mom much. was a coffee drinker every, yeah. every morning. Still to this day? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't live there, so I, I don't, I don't hear her, but I remember, like, you know, it was one of those kind of need my morning coffee. Don't, yeah. Nothing starts until she's had her coffee. Kind of thing. It was one of the reasons I didn't want to get into coffee either. Oh, really? I was like, boy, it seems like you're really reliant on the coffee. Yeah, it, to me, it's always been an odd thing, I, and I and I know because I've had people in my life who are the same way. Don't come near me until I've had my coffee. It's, I, I, but I, it's yeah, it's not in me, so I don't get it. So mm. maybe it is a thing. Um, but how old were you if you do drink coffee? How old were you when you started? And many coffee drinkers. Say they started drinking it when they were like a kid, like very young, like pre-teens. Wow, really? So did does uh, does Adrian drink coffee? She's a coffee person. Yeah, she likes yeah. Uh, not, but not necessarily every day. She'll drink tea as well. Sometimes it's iced coffee. So if Christian or Adrian, had, uh, Christian or Evan, if they had any interest in in coffee at this age, would you allow them to try it? Try it, yes, yeah. but not um, have a full mug. have a full mug or on a regular basis. If they want something warm, have a hot chocolate. But they take like things like ice cap, like they'll right. ask for that. We're like, well, you don't really need the caffeine, right? Especially right before bed. Yeah. Now, what about sips of alcohol? Have they had been? A, have they had a sip of your beer? Have they? I think I've offered it. Like Evan doesn't like carbonated drinks. Oh, really? Necessarily? What yeah. is wrong with your kids? Like you want like a pop? Christian does. <laughs> yeah. But I think beer is just bitter. Like, yeah, you know, at this point. I remember my dad yeah. letting me have a sip of his beer when I was young and just loving it. Like, just oh, thinking, really? Oh, yeah, from a young age, I was in. I was... <laughs> Shocking yeah. turn of events. No, I know. I, like, I remember because my dad always loved Diet Coke. Mm. We would drink a lot of that. And, like, you'd pour it and you get that, that foam. You'd, you'd, you'd drink and take a sip of that. Right. Right, like the head of it. And then my uncle had a beer. And uh, and I poured that for him. I took a sip of the head of that. Well, well that was gross. Oh, really? Eh? <laughs> yeah, the foam isn't so much no, fun. Not at all. Uh, I remember my mom. This is very British. If you had a sore throat, she'd say, "Have a beer." It's it's wow. Soothing. Oh yeah. No, I was introduced at a very young age. <laughs> Others got some kind of uh, medicine for their sore throat. I got a pint. Anyhow, yeah, a lot of a lot of people who are coffee drinkers to this day say, yeah, they got going like preteens. Wow. I do remember um, going to my grandmother's funeral, and I was about eight or nine, and I don't even know if funeral homes have this anymore. I assume they do. But downstairs, mm-hmm. they had a little area where you could have some cookies or a sandwich. Yep. And I got into the coffee machine. Like, everybody else was upstairs, you know. <laughs> and I And I don't know. I must have been mixing it. I must have seen other people having it. And I probably had, like, a cup. And I remember getting home that night and thinking I was going to die. Like, just the caffeine was just pounding through me. That you probably added would have added sugar. Yeah, probably. So my mom said, well, have a pint. It'll cool you down. I know we don't look at Tom Hanks and think of him as a grandparent, but he is. Tom and his wife, Rita, are grandparents to uh, an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. They're really? son, Colin. 
as a uh, two daughters, eleven okay. and nine. Well, and they're basically grandparents to Chet too, who's <laughs> right I think in his twenties or late twenties, early thirties. <laughs> yeah, and is basically living like a toddler. Yeah. Um, and Colin, who is the spitting image of his old man, yes. unbelievable how much he looks like his dad. Um, he was being interviewed, uh, one of the talk shows, daytime talk shows, and he, uh, he said, uh, he was asked about his parents being good grandparents, and he said, they're okay. It would be great if they paid attention to the kids' bedtime and, you know, actually cooked food that the kids would eat. <laughs> They give them a lot of sugar. <laughs> it says the only thing that's missing is they need good, old, ugly sweaters. If they had those and some glasses and complained about the temperature, I think we'd be good. Wow. So I guess Tom and Rita still try to play it young with the grandchildren. Throw them a lot of Toy Story yeah. memorabilia crap. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. Stuff he's picked up for free off the sets. But, you know, that really isn't a grandparent's role, right, to to feed them well. Or... No, spoil them. Yeah. You know, of all the things, you know, and, and really Adrian's been so good with this, is we call it grandparents' prerogative. Right. And it comes about with my parents more than anything. Because you know, I said to her right away, you're not going to be able to stop my dad mm. from spoiling his grandkids. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... His grandsons, like that—that's you know what he's lived to do, right? And is so excited about doing it. And she's really good with that. It, it, we have it. Grandparents' prerogative, really. You know, they're gonna go out for ice caps and donuts. Well, right, it's right. your grandfather. Yeah, yeah, that's okay for sure. Um, Paris Hilton has a Chihuahua, or at least she did have a Chihuahua. It disappeared like three weeks ago. Oh, but some psychics, a pet psychic, uh, says. Never fear, the Chihuahua is fine and it's alive. So she's put up ten grand to have uh, somebody return the Chihuahua. Okay. She says she's spoken to credible mediums about this. Right. Honestly, right. a bit low for. Well, her her people told her not to raise it because she wanted to, but they say you're going to be a target for pet snatchers in the future. Gosh, yeah. Didn't it? What is, was it? Lady Gaga's pet? Yeah. Or, or little French bulldogs that the went missing. Got shot. Yeah, Walker. Got, That's right. He got shot. But I think she put up a reward. Well, mind you, I guess it was probably to find the people who shot her dog, yeah. Walker. Yeah, she cared <laughs> Not more just the dog. She cared more about the dogs. He, he'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Edie Falco understands why Pete Davidson is po uh, so popular with the ladies. She plays his mom in an upcoming series, and she got to know him really well. And she says, I fell in love with him the second I met him because he's so lovable and genuine. She says there's something so endearingly vulnerable and out there about him. He doesn't play games. He doesn't try to keep up an image beyond what he cops to. The second you meet him, you just want to hug him. So, Huh. That and the human tripod thing. Yeah. He's got yeah. all bases covered. And the, the dead dad 9-11. Yes. That yes. dad. I bet you that garners a lot of sympathy humps. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking. Um, this could be very interesting. Will Smith's new movie... Emancipation will hit theaters December 2nd, making it eligible for next year's Oscars. Oh. Even if he gets nominated, he can't be there. He's serving a 10-year ban for slapping Chris Rock. Right. He could have a movie in for Best Picture. All right. Or he could maybe even be up for Best Actor, I wow. guess. Wow. Yeah, Emancipation is based on the true story of a runaway slave who escapes to the North and joins the Union Army. So we will see. Remember Sarah Michelle Geller or Galar, as she likes to tell everybody, is how you pronounce her last I name? I can't get over that. It was Geller for so long. Yeah. Oh, no, she's Galar. 
Her and Freddie Prince Jr. still married, have two kids. Yes. A 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And they're not allowed to have their own social media accounts. Okay. They're 13 and 10. That's got to be a tough conversation to yeah. uphold. I understand it. Yeah. Do your boys have their own Facebook and Instagram and all that? Evan, yes. Christian, no. Yeah. Right. No. But even so, you know, and it's because the problem is one's never enough, right? It's like, right. hey, can I get, you start off with, I don't even think they wanted Twitter or Facebook. That's too adult. It was, it was Instagram and then sure. Snapchat and all these other ones now. Yeah. Uh, Sarah compares letting her kids use social media to letting them get a Paw Patrol face tattoo at the age of five. <laughs> she says because at that age, there's nothing better than Paw Patrol, and now you're 10 and 13, and you still have these stupid tattoos on your face, and you're not even that person anymore. Right. She said it's a very hard concept for her kids to grasp. Their, their children think they live in the strictest household. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it'd be a tough conversation to mm. keep having. And eventually... We relented, but with the caveat that we could check it at any time. Right. 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 And and you have to have some interesting and tough conversations with your kids. Like, I just yeah. sit mine down and say, you know, listen, you've got this now, but you've got to be very, very careful about what you're doing, about what you do with it. And, it's you know, you're, you're going to be subjected to things that, you know, it's just going to happen. That's the way those reels work, and they just, you know... If he looks up a boob once, yep. they're going to start coming up all the time. Yeah. But beyond that, it's more what you post. And I have to say, listen, your reputation is what it is. It mm -hmm. can be ruined by one post. You have to be careful with this type of thing. Yeah. He's moments away from you porn, my friend. <laughs> moments away from you porn. It's a whole world out there. People were asked uh, about things they wish they could do in public but are not permitted to do. So things like, um, well, you know, singing out loud, which I don't see right. why you can't. I guess you're allowed to. It's but annoying. Yeah. But they wish they could. I don't think I would. Um, talking or listening to something on your phone without, oh. head, without headphones. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, something that you seem to have an issue with, and I don't know. Maybe it's just in here because it's the morning time and your bowels are active. But people wish they could pass gas or burp openly and loudly. Right. Now, yeah, I don't, do you I don't, go through the entire day farting as much as you do in here? Uh, probably, but uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> if, I'm in, uh, if I'm in public settings, I'm not going uh, to, to just let them rip. No. Necessarily. Huh? Why do I have to be tortured then? Well, it's, it's a guy's room. Yeah. You got no sense of smell. What the hell? It is funny, like, because I, listen, I'm no saint. I'm guilty, too. And it's funny when, when Katie's in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a long morning. You have to clench. <laughs> you must be dying. Or even like I, I will, I will try and 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 hold from about eight thirty on, knowing that Lorianne's coming in after nine. <laughs> yeah, like I, they must be onto it when they walk in and it just smells like the fresh morning rain or whatever the smell of this Febreze is. In well, here. It, behind you, it looks like you've done a Costco run for all the Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> I know there must be some days, and I feel bad because we've had other uh, Natalie worked with us and other women when they would come in like during the show, and I'm sure there's days that they came in and just went, "My God, what died?" Yeah, you? yeah. Like, why does it smell like a high school locker room? <laughs> yeah, we wish we could walk barefoot. We do. I don't listen. I I am a, a no socks guy from like Easter to Thanksgiving. I hate wearing socks. I hate bending over and putting on socks, mostly. But I hate wearing them. I hate the feel. But I have ugly feet. 
And, and so right. when I do go out in public, I'm fully, my feet are closed in. Yeah, I mean, like maybe around the house a little bit, I'd, I'd go barefoot. But unless you're by a beach dock or pool, mm. some sort of water setting. So in the house, you're always socks on? Uh, generally. Really, eh? For the most part. Even I, throughout the summer? Um, I don't know. Huh. I, I like. I kind of got dainty feet when it comes to outside, too. Like, <laughs> I walk across like, like a gravel driveway, oh, like the yeah. cottage in the summer. I'm like, oh, man. That it hurts. takes a while to kind of warm your feet up to it. That Even hurts. when you're on vacation, like, you know, you go down to those resorts, and it, the grass they have is like a crab grass, mm-hmm. basically, right? You walk across that, like, holy crap. Where are my sandals? My uh, my family, my dad's side has a cottage uh, up uh, near Woodland Beach. Bomb Beach, that up in that area uh, on Georgian Bay, but they are of course on the poor side of the road. They don't have beach right. <laughs> so to get down to the beach, you got to walk this public trail, uh-huh. which is all sand. And in the dead of summer, it literally burns the skin off of your feet. Like you're running down this. Like, <laughs> you can't get to the water fast enough to cool your damn feet off. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm mostly a no socks, shoes on kind of guy. Uh, people wish we could adjust our underwear in public. You know, pull out a wedgie or scratch your bits. We can go ahead and do that. Do as you wish. Are you really ridiculed for that? Well, I guess if you did it openly in front of people. Like, if you're tucking your hand down into your pants in order to adjust, that's probably offside or, you know, could get you arrested in some situations. (laughs) If you're you're at a parent-teacher meeting and you're, like, a baseball player adjusting yourself... Inappropriate. Did you know or did you ever realize that McDonald's chicken nuggets only come in four different shapes? There's the ball, the bell, the boot, and the bow tie. Yes, I knew they were stamped out. I don't know if I know about the bow tie. It's a special one. Remember that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, Irish is the third most spoken language in Ireland. English, number one. Yeah. This is so odd. Polish is number two. I don't know if I knew there was an Irish language. Uh, I guess that's like a Celtic. Celtic I would think yeah. so, yeah. I mean, anyway, there's English with an Irish accent. I guess they got their own words for things. The Rocky Horror Picture Show has been in theaters longer than any other movie. It's been playing nonstop since it was released in 1975. That's 47 straight years. Really? Well, except during the pandemic, of course. But outside of that, yeah, somewhere at some point, at midnight, some weekend, it's Someone's going to see it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I always uh, thought it, the soundtrack was amazing. The movie was great. I saw it. I didn't get it. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not a sports film. <laughs> Where's the football in all of this? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I thought it was just terrific. The smell from Crayola crayons comes from beef fat. Oh, no wonder the pets get into them. Right. Right. Or if you're high, you want to eat one. Yeah. <laughs> when did my crayons go, Daddy? Never mind. <laughs> Just check the toilet in a few minutes. Never mind. See a rainbow. <laughs> um, your dog can tell if you're stressed without even seeing or hearing you. They can smell stress on people. Okay. Hmm. Can he smell the stress he's causing me? Yeah. They can be expensive and a pain in the ass. But you love him to death. Remember when we had to put that Murphy down, and I, you know, I never wanted a dog. We kind of got stuck with this dog after my mom passed. 
way past its due date. I never sobbed over something more. Oh yeah, carrying him in. That we just knew it was the day. Yeah, they get on you. They get into your heart oh, pretty quick. They really do. But uh, we've got this little one living with us now, and he's not even my dog. But you know, you just come home, and he's right there to greet you, and it's 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 all very nice. Uh huh. This little guy just cannot get enough of the sunshine. Like, he literally, the minute I come home, he wants out in the backyard. Yep. And the way the sun sets and rises, he just follows it around the backyard. <laughs> Yesterday, I saw him, and I, I finally, like late afternoon, I finally went out to see if he was okay. I check on him every few hours, uh, and I, uh, I bring him in if I'm having a nap because I don't want him to get up to trouble. But I, I went outside looking for him, and I called him, and he usually comes, you know, sprinting around pretty fast. But I, I go outside and I'm calling him, Sully, Sully, Sully. And I, he's not coming. I don't know where he is. Check the pool. Oh, yeah, right away. <laughs> but then uh, we have this uh, these um, uh, we have this deck with a glass railing. Yep. So I caught his reflection in the glass. And I turn around and I look. And he's literally just stoned in the sun. Like <laughs> The sun's beating into his face and his eyes are half closed. And I, no matter how much I called him, he just was not budging. He just, I wonder what would happen with Coop. Because we have a walkway along our... our yeah. backyard and so he just like patrols that fence mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who comes by and barks their ears off yeah and uh, feels like he's in attack mode defending his territory right but it's like we just lived in you know regular cookie cutter backyard i don't know what he would do like he loves just sitting out there listening to the birds he's following yeah. the squirrels along the fence line and yeah Sully just, just loves sits it. there yeah he just he just loves it outside and then, of course, the winter comes, and he he just hits the brakes at the door. You know, like, I'm not going out in this crap. So has Ariel never uh, pushed for one of those doggy ramp exits for the pool just in case he no, ever jump no, in? No, she never. No, he never goes near it. He's scared of it. He, right. he doesn't go. Uh, he just chases bunnies into it, and then they drown, and i got to deal with it. <laughs> and he looks at me all proud. Um, everything is bigger in Texas, except maybe names. This is an odd rule. Texas limits baby names. To just 100 characters overall. Like, I don't know why. 100 characters seems like a lot. Doesn't seem like much of a limit. They break it down to 30 characters for your first and middle name, and then your last name maxes out at 40. But aren't they all like Billy Bob Jones down okay, there so, now? Just hang on. 30 characters for your first and middle? Yeah. Like each? Yeah. Uh, I guess 30 characters mind. each. All right. Boy, that's a lot. It's a big name. And that's usually a name that comes from another country, Middle Eastern, perhaps. And you know how Texas is. They don't want them people there anyhow. Wow, you, like, I mean, the alphabet's 26. You, you've got more than the alphabet for yeah. one name. Yeah, which doesn't seem like much of a restriction at all. If you have that many letters in your name, what you want to do when you get married is marry somebody like a Smith or a Jones. <laughs> and lose, lose a lot of those. Then they hyphenate it. Uh, if you, uh, right. If you uh, get sick, don't get sick and go to the hospital in July. It's the deadliest month at hospitals because it's when new medical school graduates become residents and last year's residents take on new duties. You should ask your dad about this one. No one knows what they're doing at the hospital. Uh, The tallest statue in the world is a statue in India of its first prime minister. The statue is 597 feet tall, which is way bigger than the second tallest statue at 420 feet of Buddha in China. Really? I always just assumed it was the Statue of Liberty was the tallest. No, that's only 150, apparently. Mm, She's a small girl. Uh Uh-huh. Hurricanes. Okay, ladies, before we share this with you, understand I didn't make this up. (laughs) We didn't make this up. This is just how the world operated at one point. It doesn't operate. Don't shoot the messenger on this one. 
Hurricanes didn't get male names until Hurricane Bob in 1979. Now, of course, we just had Hurricane Ian. Up to that point, the National Weather Service in the U.S. So a professional government body. Right. Uh, they thought naming hurricanes after females was appropriate because the storms were so unpredictable. <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> like women. <laughs> uh, TikTok, you know, has become the place for the most important life topic debates. Things like, how do we keep this ball we're living on floating around? Right. And also this debate. Are you a sock, sock, shoe, shoe, then tie them both at the uh, at the end? Or are you a sock, shoe, sock, shoe, tie, tie? Or are you a sock, sock, shoe, tie, shoe, tie type person? These are the debates we're having. Thousands of people chiming in. All right. Are so, you putting on socks and shoes at the same time? I guess in the summertime, if you've been wearing, you know, going barefoot in the house, you're putting on socks before your shoes. But I think I, this might be more of an American question, because if you watch American television, and certainly sitcoms and dramas and such, any any scene shot in a in a bedroom or a living room, they're all on the bed or the couch with their shoes on. Yes. Which is gross. Yes. So, I mean, in my house, uh, socks on, wintertime only, and then shoes don't go on until I leave the house. Right. Not only that, like, they'll, they'll take off their shoes right at bed. Yeah. Right? Like, sit on the bed, take off their shoes, which if you leave those right beside the bed, like, the hum coming off those shoes. Oh, yeah. Now, maybe somebody knows. Do you have uh, American friends or family? Like, when they come to visit you, do you have to tell them to take off their shoes before they get in your bed? That happens a lot. I would think... Um, Maybe just because it's generally drier in some spots, the the shoes aren't wet, but they've still been coming from outside. Yeah, well, yeah, television shows are shot in warmer climates, so we right. perhaps well, it's not on sets too. It's not a thing that happens in Minnesota so much, perhaps. But anyhow, we see it on the TV. So this is the debate people are having. Are you uh? So you got three options: sock, sock, and then shoe, shoe. So put on your socks, then put on your shoe, then tie both at the end. Or are you a sock and then a shoe, a sock and then a shoe, tie, tie? Or are you a sock, sock, shoe, tie, one, shoe, tie, two? Right. Uh, I think need I put, to know. I think okay. I put my socks on first because uh, I need assistance. <laughs> so when the night nurse some, comes in? Some, some sort of leader. Last thing the night nurse does is she ties up your shoes. Edge of the couch is more like it these days, trying to pull yeah. my leg up to get into a position <laughs> uh, to get the sock on. And then I'll go um, shoe tie, shoe tie, I think. So you'll just hang down there. You won't put both feet in your shoes, have them unlaced, and then bend over and tie them both at the same time. I mean, I generally wear shoes that are, are basically slip-on. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I could go to the old kangaroo's Velcro, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah, even with my golf shoes, I, I rarely tie them up. I just kind of leave the laces hanging off the side. I like uh, My golf shoes have the boa on them. Yeah, that yeah. like you just spin it, and it tightens, and it's fantastic. So it, it turns out that in thousands voted, the uh, the most popular seems to be Sock Sock. Shoe tie, shoe tie. So put on your socks, then put on one shoe, tie it up, then put on the other shoe and yes, tie it up. I agree. And now I think I'm a sock, sock, shoe, shoe, then tie both at the end. Oh, yeah? Both feet in, and then deal with the tying. Right. Because then you only have to bend over once. Gotcha. Well, twice, I guess. But no, if you're able to slide your foot in, you know, bring your leg up, use your finger to hook it over your ankle, anything to avoid the bend over. Yes. 
I'm yeah. at the point or now. Or like in the golf shoe, you're, you're, you're raising it up onto the back of the trunk, <laughs> or the bumper. Yeah. <laughs> Tying yeah. it up there. I, uh, I'm to the point now where I can't, I have to take my, even to put socks on, I got to take my leg and haul it up on top of the bed. And then I can get, I can get that bed going. But I can't get back up. Yeah. Oh, it's fun getting old. All right, then. Okay, we've uh, we figured that out. All right. Big, big mystery solved. Yeah. Now, with other uh, clothing stuff, men were uh, asked about their office attire. And uh, in this uh, poll, again, thousands of uh, dudes asked. And we found out that uh, we only wear about a quarter of our available wardrobe. You know, you got a lot of stuff in your closet. You uh-huh. probably go to the, the same shirts and the same pants and the same socks. For sure. Over and over and over again. And you don't get rid of the old stuff because you think, ah, I'll wear it again eventually. Um, but a lot of dudes, like half of these guys, so if a 1,000 were a poll, uh, 500, see me doing that math. Um, we will wear the same shirt three days a week, some say up to four. Wow. Same shirt. Now, a dress shirt over a uh, undershirt, I can see that. Because it's not skin on skin. Well, I guess we're wearing a suit, too, right? You change up the tie, oh. you change up the jacket, but you wear the same white shirt. But I would think after a while, especially if you're not wearing an undershirt under it, you know, after one wear, two, that's that seems a little odd. If you're just wearing, like, a casual shirt, golf shirt, T-shirt, is what you wear to work, that's... Mm. I can't imagine doing that under more than more than one day in a row. Like, like, why would you wear the same shirt again? Yeah, I um. People gonna catch on to that. You'll see that. Well, unless you have a staff shirt, but then right? you should have a few of them. I guess you, that you should can rotate through. Yeah, women are much more, I think, aware. I'm always shocked with uh, with the lovely Maria. When we're going to like a, a wedding or some family oh, event, can't wear the same thing. Gotta have a new dress. Like she re- and I guess they do. What do I know? I'm a I'm a dude. I wouldn't recognize a suit you wore yesterday. Right. If you wore it again today, I wouldn't remember you wore it yesterday. Nor would I comment comment on it. Yeah. But they can remember a year ago. I mean, I don't even recognize half of her family members, let alone what they're wearing. Well, and part of the problem, though, is that the women need to compliment each other on these things, right? Yes, yeah. And so if they wear something nice, then they get a compliment, and they yeah. remember that compliment. You know, it makes them feel good. That's great. But then the next time they go to wear it, they're like, oh, I can't wear it in front of her because she already saw me and complimented on that. See, I will compliment a, 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 a pally on a, a nice-looking suit. Right. If you walked in and you had a nice-cut suit, I'd say, hey, that, that, that suit looks, uh, that looks fine. I'd say fine. Wore, wore the same one the next day, you wouldn't notice? I don't, no, I don't, th- or I wouldn't care. Right. I really wouldn't care. You know, I would assume you. Because men wear the same, too. It's the accessories that yeah. we change, right? Well, isn't it, wasn't it Steve Jobs who, he had his one look, jeans, no belt. Black turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his theory was it was one less thing to think about every day. Yeah. Just, just wore that every day. I, I, my general rule is anything that touches your stinky, naughty parts. Gotcha. So socks have to be changed every day. Right. Underwear has to be changed every day. But I would wear the same. I wouldn't wear the same T-shirt, but I'd wear the same pants a couple times a week. No, I do that. I I'll wear the, like these jeans. I put them on until I drop something on them, or or in them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then it's an immediate change. Rock mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky, ninety four nine The Rock.